Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's one play in the world of sports where the action is really one-on-one, and that's a shootout at the end of a tied-up hockey game to determine the winner. One player picks up the puck at mid-ice and advances at high speed to the goal where one single goalie awaits with pads and a stick to try to deflect a 140-mile-an-hour shot away from the net. Except at the end of the Bruins and Flyers game Monday night in Philadelphia, where Boston star Brad Marchand found a new way to lose, as when he accelerated to get the puck at mid-ice and to begin his run to the goal, he whiffed, and the puck was just sitting there waiting to be struck. Officials say because, well... Apparently there was enough of a breeze from his stick going by that the puck actually moved about two inches. It counted as a shot and therefore a miss, and Boston lost the game. (laughs) And that's about how good I could do right there, Cliff. You don't ever think of a professional doing things like that, but it happens to everybody. Everybody. Well, I read this morning, Cliff, that doctors are now saying that sleep apnea may be tied to having tongue fat. Tongue fat. Yes. Okay. If you have an excessively fat tongue, yeah. it can stop you from breathing I had no while idea. you're trying to sleep. An excessively fat tongue. Yes. So I'm thinking this morning after mm-hmm. I read that, how much food do you have to eat, Cliff, that your tongue actually starts <laughs> gaining weight? <laughs> and how do you measure that? Is there a tongue scale? How do you, how do you, how do you weigh your tongue? Yes. <laughs> It's a good question. You know, you go into the doctor's office, they yeah. always say, jump up on the scales here. They want to you check your weight. And now it'll be like a special scale. <laughs> Just for your tongue. Slip your tongue in here. <laughs> and we'll see if you've gained any weight. Okay, fine. All righty. <laughs> Welcome one and all to the Morning Road Show. <laughs> do not be fooled by imitations. Let us do all of the fooling for you That's this right. morning. <laughs> Tom foolery. Yes. That's well, us. That's us. Oh, baseball. How you have disappointed me. What's wrong with baseball? You know what's wrong. I have no idea what you All you're the about. cheating scandals going on, stealing signs. <laughs> I don't I don't the general manager and the manager yeah, for Houston. For Houston, they've been fired. Red Sox fired manager. their manager, yes. yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you just got to know it, Cliff. You got to know what's going on. What's that? You know. I have no idea what you're talking the about. The Patriots are sitting there going, hey, <laughs> these guys share our values here. Let's get them on our team, even though they don't know anything so, about football. So what you're saying is Bill Belichick could be switching to baseball. I think he'll be getting some baseball uh, assistance. Gonna How's get that? Some, he's going to get tips on cheating from the Astros is what you're saying. Yeah, and maybe the Red Sox, too. On the too. Red Sox, because yes. they're right in the same town. He can just drive over to the stadium and pick up the tips. Wouldn't you hate to be the owner of the Astros right now, Cliff? Because, well, it no matter how long you own them, yeah, it's always going to be the stain. No, you're, I mean, you're It's right. always going to be there. Yeah. But then to have to turn around and write the $5 million check. <laughs> I guess it's the use of electronics to which they're um, objecting. I mean, because historically, signs are stolen all the time. Or people are always trying to. 
It's when they get the t- uh, camera with the super telephoto lens in center field to look at the catcher's crotch and see what sign he's giving to the pitcher. <laughs> because the way that way I heard that worked is that they would uh, steal the sign with the camera, text text what the pitch was going to be to somebody sitting in the dugout, and then they would beat on a trash can so the batter would know what pitch was coming. That's how that worked. That's how that worked. <sighs> wow. That's pretty involved. <laughs> sitting here giggling like an 11-year-old because you said catcher's crotch. I don't know what's going on with me this morning. <sighs> You're catching what I've got. <laughs> yeah. Immature-itis, yes. We, with everyone in the state of Louisiana, now celebrating the national championship earned by LSU's football team a couple of nights ago, the story about what happened in the locker room after the big win might have fallen on deaf ears. Louisiana State beat Clemson in the Superdome, which is basically home turf for the Tigers Monday night, the final 42-25. After the trophy presentation, players, coaches, and staff for LSU left the field and resumed celebrating in the locker room. That's where they were met with an unexpected visitor. Now, indulging in a celebratory cigar after a big win is a long-established practice in the U.S. world of sports. I remember attending the final regular season game ever played in the Houston Astrodome a long time ago with the win by the Astros on the final day of the season clinching a playoff berth. And I remember both Greg Biggio and Jeff Bagwell lighting up on the field during the ceremony after. And the celebration by LSU was no different. Someone passed out cigars to players and staff and they began to smoke. And then a police officer walked into the locker room and said everyone smoking was going to be arrested. Especially if you're under 21, because that's now against federal law, too. Fortunately, cooler heads prevailed as another officer intervened, although the first cop did remain insistent that there's no smoking in the Superdome under any conditions. You would think on your home turf, Cliff, they'd give you a little pass <laughs> you would there. Think so. I would think it they would. It was like would. hometown boys here. Yes. <laughs> if you was playing at Clemson, they might be a little bit yeah. you know, harsher on you yeah. or something. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that, Cliff. What's that? If we ever come up with yeah. an actual program from 6 to 10 yeah. that's like a winning show that day, yeah. let's pass out some cigars amongst <laughs> no, ourselves you, here. You and me? Yes. If we ever come up with one. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. I don't know the brand name of a really yeah. good cigar. I'm sure someone will tell us. But if you want to text that, that in, yeah. we'll get, well, we won't get them <laughs> because it may be a while. Yeah, we, we probably won't need them for a good while. Yeah. <laughs> We're over. Yes. Over 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> I read this headline this morning, Cliff. Yes. And the headline is, Scientists have discovered Earth's oldest material. Okay. And the first thought that jumped through my head yeah. was, this has to be a Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> like a t-shirt from a Leonard Skinner concert. No, the material they play over and over oh, again. Oh, oh, oh. I think that would be the Earth's <laughs> yeah, oldest material. because they're still doing the same. No, you're right. See, I didn't make that connection. But now that you've explained it, I understand it perfectly. They, um, they've been on the farewell tour, I'm telling you, Cliff. <laughs> I'm not so sure yeah. they haven't been. They didn't start this when <laughs> Fort Sumter was first attacked. I'm not, right. <laughs> not sure. That's okay. Go as long as you want to. Yeah. First of all, what? I've never been to the state of Ohio in my entire life. Well, you haven't. Have you ever made it there? Yes. Well, I haven't. Just basically to Cincinnati, which is right on the river. But you've been there. But I've been in Ohio, yes. Well, apparently, Cliff, 
people in Ohio like to wear other folks' pants all the time. <laughs> wear other people's pants. Uh, apparently, it's rampant because okay. the Montgomery County uh, Police Department Sheriff's Office yeah. posted on their Facebook page that prior to wearing somebody else's pants, yeah. please, please remove all drugs, <laughs> drug paraphernalia, <laughs> stolen property, and any other illegal items. Apparently, a lot of folks have been arrested over there and, saying... And, and these drugs can't be mine because these are actually somebody else's pants. Exactly. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Yes. And they've uh-huh. also added a disclaimer to their Facebook page. Yeah. It says, this is not intended as legal advice. Yeah. Please consult an actual attorney prior to you <laughs> wearing someone else's pants. <laughs> I would think, Cliff, it would take a whole lot more... Than consulting with an attorney before I actually got to wear somebody else's pants. There's got to be some other stuff going on there. I'm not sure I want to know what all that would be. I'm not sure what the list is. Yeah. I wonder if they're stealing pants. (laughs) Well, Cliff, we just heard Eric Church smoke a little smoke, and he has a line in there where you drink a little drink. And evidently over the weekend, that's exactly what was happening in LaGrange County, Indiana. <laughs> LaGrange County, Indiana. Yes, it's near South Bend. Okay. I've, almost I've at heard the very of top. LaGrange County. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, Cliff, yeah. the police were called to a giant party mm-hmm. and reports of underage drinking. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. they went to check mm-hmm. on the party and they found it was, quote, a large Amish, Amish party <laughs> with about 250 folks there. A large Amish party. Yes. <laughs> Everyone took off running. Obviously, no one's jumping in the car, so we won't have any drunk driving there. And they took off running, and they arrested 38 people for underage drinking. (laughs) Okay. This thing was so wild, Cliff. Yeah. The reports are that women were churning butter right out in the open. (laughs) Right in the open. There's an international incident brewing on the other side of the world that you probably haven't heard about. The countries of India and Pakistan even though they share a border, have not gotten along for well over 70 years. Over that time, there have been water disputes, territorial claims, and three different wars between the two countries. And let's just go ahead and state for the record that both sides have nuclear weapons. As you might expect, border security is tight. Armies from both countries patrolling the boundary, even in the cold, mountainous region in the north. And that's where the problem happened. Indian Army Sergeant Rahendra Negi was on patrol in the mountains back on January 8th when he slipped in the snow on a hillside, sliding down the side of a steep incline. And he didn't stop sliding until he had slid all the way across the border and into Pakistan. (laughs) There he was detained and superiors now negotiating for his return. That would be a long (laughs) slide, Cliff. Yeah. And knowing the layout of the land, you know as he's sliding down, he's yeah, going, he's... <laughs> I know where I'm headed. I know where I'm headed. How do you say, oh, crap, an Indian? <laughs> well, last week here on this program, yes. for you to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry, mm-hmm. we did something we'd never done before. True. We basically st- stuck a die <laughs> underneath my armpit and dropped it on the floor, <laughs> and you had to call out the number that it landed on. Yeah. And you got two chances to do it. Mm-hmm. And our winner last year, last yeah. week, yep. first time out, bam. And, and the number was three. It was. Right off the bat. Yes. Instant winner. Now, we knew that was kind of lame, so <laughs> this week, 
we've decided to ratchet up the excitement. So we're going to ratchet up the excitement. Yes. We're not dropping a dice from your armpit? Not necessarily. Okay. You see, this week on Friday, you get to choose the armpit of your choice. (laughs) If you have a favorite armpit, you can either pick my armpit, which is a proven winner, as we all know now. Yep. Or you can pick Cliff's untested That's right. and unproven armpit. <laughs> Whichever way you want to go with it. Yeah. You can pick mine or Cliff's. True. And we'll give you two chances to win it. You just tell yep. us between one and six what the die is going to land on. Mm-hmm. And if you're right, you're going to the Grand Ole Opry. And won't they be proud when you tell them how you won? <laughs> Shh, don't tell them how you won. <laughs> That's right. We were ratcheted that up really tight. Now, it was know. really tight, yes. Wow. All right, let's get right to it. Here we go. Hi, who's this? This is Lois Schmidt. Lois, where are you from? Hopstadt. Lois, have you ever been to Monster Jam before? No, I never have. All right, well, we're going to give you a statement, Lois. And all you have to do is tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. And if you're right, you're going to get to go this year, okay? Sounds great. All right, Lois, here is the statement. Every 10 minutes in America, someone is arrested for shoplifting. Is that true, or did I make that up? Sadly, but probably true. Actually, Lois, that's Uh, not true. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm sorry you didn't win. Oh, shoot. Well, I'm glad it... I'm glad it's not true. Well, <laughs> you won't be glad when I tell you that it, actually it's every eight seconds somebody's arrested in this country for shoplifting. Well, then, theoretically, that would still be correct, because still in every ten minutes, someone would be arrested for shoplifting. <laughs> you know, theoretically, Cliff, yeah. that would be true. <laughs> theoretically. Yes. yes. Under theory. Yes. <laughs> So really, you didn't make it up. <laughs> she kind of has a point there. She kind of has a point. Although, oh. it's almost like she's trying to shoplift the tickets from us I now, think doesn't she? Is. she? <laughs> well, but you know what? Yeah, you can have them anyway. Yeah, well, how about that? Oh. For creative stretching of the truth, yes, we're going to allow you to win the tickets. Well, aren't you guys the greatest? Well, you'll be known as Lois the Fibber from now on, though. <laughs> You know, the way she manipulated that around where she got it wrong, but it looked like she was right. She could be a politician. She should be a policeman, too. Imagine her in the interrogation room, Oh, my Cliff. goodness. I'd be, I'd be confessing to yeah. everything I didn't do. You didn't even do. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. We've all seen the moon hundreds of times in our lifetime. <laughs> Probably haven't paid a lot of attention to it. I mean, it's just there. It's just there. I've always been kind of an astronomy buff, so I probably paid more attention to it than most, but on a daily basis, it's just there. And for most of us, the first time you ever get a telescope as a child, yep. that's the first thing you point your telescope well, it's at. it's certainly the easiest thing to find if you're pointing a telescope. Yes. And you think that, well, if you've seen one moon, you've seen them all. If you see it here in Princeton or southern Indiana, yeah. they see the same moon that you, they do in New York yeah. and L.A. and Chicago. Mm-hmm. But people in the southern hemisphere see the moon upside down compared to wait, wait, us wait. in the northern wait, hemisphere. Wait, hold on. So if you're in Australia yes. and you look up at the moon, hang on, just let me just 
I never thought of that. Yes. Holy cow. That's absolutely right. They see it upside because down. Because basically, in relation to us, they're standing upside down. Although, you know, their feet are still on the ground. It's just the ground is a different direction because the earth is round. Holy cow. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and I'm about five foot seven, right around that area. True. And if I'm standing beside somebody that's six foot seven, yeah. and we're both looking down an open field, yeah. the six foot seven person is going to see about a thousand foot farther than I can. Really? No matter how good my <laughs> eyesight is. It's because they're taller and the earth is round. And you know what? They're going to be able to point a lot farther than you because, you know, your arms are only about that long. I'd hate to be six, seven and have my arms. <laughs> I'm not sure you can feed yourself, Cliff. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see that. Mm. All that <laughs> you can take to the bank, Cliff. Yes. I guess I've lived a sheltered life because... Until this year, I never knew this even existed. What are you talking about? Valentine's trees. People put up red and pink and white Valentine's so, trees at their home. And similar in decoration, I'm assuming, to Christmas trees. Exactly. Except that they're either red or pink with decorations and whatnot. For val- I See, I've never heard of that before either. I have either. A, that's a new thing for me. Now, I know yeah. I put my Christmas tree up because I'm yeah. trying to lure santa claus into the house <laughs> is that why you put yours up that's why i, I mean, do it I, I think most people put it up to you know celebrate the season but if you're trying to trick santa to come by the christmas tree you go ahead that's fine that's what i'm doing with mine okay so i'm wondering cliff yeah are you trying to lure cupid with your <laughs> valentine's tree because i don't want to wake up valentine's morning and see cupid underneath my valentine's tree <laughs> Because the first thing I'm going to do is call the police. <laughs> right, because Cupid is a naked guy with wings and a bow and arrow. Imagine what that's going to sound like on when the, I'm talking to dispatch. On the police scanner, when they call out for the sheriff's deputy to go to Weed's house because there's an armed naked man under his Valentine's Day tree. We don't want that. No, we don't want that we, at all. No, because no. <laughs> that will make the paper right there, It certainly Cliff. will. They <laughs> might even get the number right. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. An armed naked man under weeds Valentine's tree. Let's not say that again. (laughs) Number two. Slip your tongue in here. (laughs) The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You're catching what I've got. (laughs) Immature-itis. And I couldn't be happier about it, my friend. I wish there was a shot for this. Because I don't want no part of it. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.